0: Live from NPR News, I'm Jack Spear. A million COVID vaccine doses from the U.S. are on their way to South Korea. As NPR's Tamara Keith explains, the White House today unveiled its strategy for distributing surplus doses where they're needed most around the world.
1: The White House outlined how the first 25 million U.S. vaccine doses will be shared, with plans to greatly expand as more are produced. 75 percent will go to COVAX, an international vehicle for getting vaccines to poor countries. The other 25 percent will go directly to areas the U.S. is prioritizing, including Mexico, Canada, Korea, Iraq, and the West Bank and Gaza among others. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan.
2: The United States is not doing this as some kind of back and forth deal where we're getting something for what we're giving. We are giving these uh, for a single purpose. It is the purpose of ending this pandemic.
1: Sullivan confirmed that the U.S. will be able to direct where COVAX distributes the doses it gets. Tamara Keith. NPR News. Opponents
0: of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu wasted little time in pushing for a quick parliament vote to formally end his lengthy rule, hoping to head off any last-minute attempts to derail their newly announced coalition government. Maneuvering began hours after opposition leaders declared they'd reached a deal to form a new government, where NPR's Daniel Estrin reports from Jerusalem that
2: Netanyahu is not going quietly. Today Netanyahu is going to battle Netanyahu calls this a dangerous left-wing government that uh, is about to take shape. And because it would include a wide spectrum of parties, including the left-wing and even a Palestinian Arab party, he says that kind of government can't possibly be good for Israel's defense in the turbulent Middle East. NPR's Daniel Estrin. The White House
0: says it's expanding the scope of a Trump-era executive order that prohibits Americans and U.S. companies from doing business with dozens of Chinese companies. NPR's John Rewich reports those companies all fall into one of two categories.
2: The White House says the ban now includes 59 companies. They either have links to the Chinese military or sell surveillance technology used to silence dissent or violate human rights inside and outside China. On the list are major state-owned companies like telecoms operator China Mobile and chipmaker SMI see. Telecom equipment giant Huawei is also included, as is HikeVision, which makes video surveillance equipment and software. Human rights in China's western region of Xinjiang and the silencing dissent in Hong Kong have become focal points of Beijing's relationship with the West. President Biden has made what he calls the struggle between autocracy and democracy a centerpiece of his foreign policy. John Ruich, NPR News.
0: Mortgage rates showed little signs of changing this week. Mortgage buyer Freddie Mac says the average 30-year loan remained below 3%, though barely at 2.99%. Average 15-year mortgage was at 2.27%. On Wall Street, the Dow was down 23 points. This is NPR. A Navajo trading post in Utah is one of the most endangered historic sites in the country. That's according to an annual list from the National Trust for Historic Preservation. And Björs Netta Ulubi has the story.
3: One of the places on this year's list is the Riverside Motel in Clarksdale, Mississippi. In the 1940s, it was a home away from home for musicians like Sam Cooke and Meddy Waters. The but the Riverside has been closed since Storm damaged it last year. Other endangered places include campsites used by crusading civil rights workers in Selma, Alabama in the 1960s and campsites from a century earlier used by Chinese railway workers in California. All of these 11 endangered places tell little-known stories about American experiences. All are threatened by development, climate change, or neglect. But ever since the National Trust started releasing its list 34 years ago, nearly all of the spotlighted sites have been preserved. Neda Ulibi NPR News. With
0: electric vehicle maker Tesla coming under increased government scrutiny over safety-related issues, one market that has seen a drastic fall-off is China. Tesla orders fell by almost 50% in May compared to the month before there. China is the U.S. electric vehicle maker's second biggest market, accounting for around 30% of its sales. Tesla builds Model 3 sedans and Model Y sport utility vehicles at a plant in Shanghai. Tesla's Model 3 sedan was the best-selling electric vehicle in Tesla but were being overtaken by the much cheaper micro-EV. Crude oil futures prices came down two cents a barrel today to settle at $6,881 a barrel. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News.